This is your Kanabic County Sheriff's Report with Kanabic County Sheriff Brian Smith right here on Q Media's On Demand. Good morning, Brian. Good morning. Nice to have you along as always. And a beautiful couple of days here, a great weekend coming up. Um, a lot of people out on the roads, a busy time. I almost hate to ask, but we chatted last week and the number was up to like 3.30 for calls, as I remember. And these are calls to service we're talking about. And there was some extra enforcement on the roads and, and you figured that along with some other situations is why the numbers were up. So I'm curious to find out how things have gone this past week, Brian. Yeah, we we were we were back down to our our normal average of about 250 okay. calls for service. So those special projects we had going on, um, you know, they they ran their course, and uh, we didn't we weren't doing any of those last week. So we were kind of back to our normal numbers that we've been seeing all summer. Okay, well, what were some of the things that did go on this past week? Well, we we were actually quite busy. Um, we had a few felony assaults that we had to deal with. Um, we had, uh, uh, yesterday we were involved with one of our neighbors in a, uh, recovery of stolen property. Um, some, some metal thieves were out stealing, uh, from, uh, I believe it was a gravel pit or a quarry and stole a bunch of, uh, those heavy, heavy duty industrial size electric lines and, uh, brought them over here and we're in the process of trying to strip them down. Um, so we were able to cover, recover those and throw a couple of uh, people in jail for that, uh, which they were both individuals that had already been thrown to jail for stuff like that. So, <laughs> so frustrating yeah. for, for you guys, especially, is, I'm sure. It is extremely frustrating because mm-hmm. we know that they, they get let out and they go right back to doing what they were doing. Mm. Yes, extremely frustrating. And you're talking about, so your neighbors, was it uh, not, to, well, maybe you don't want to mention counties, but I wanted no, to talk fine. about it the... Was, co- it was, was Mille Lacs County. It was. And I wanted to bring yep. that up because last week we talked about the cooperation and we talked about how technology can do things in almost real time and to some extent and how working with not just your neighboring counties, but states and, you know, around the country, that is the one, one of many reasons why our current technology can be a great benefit. Yes, absolutely. You, you know, know? We, we work with a lot of different partners depending on what kind of cases we're working on. And uh, some of that, some of that technology helps things move a little smoother because we can share informa- information so much easier and so much faster, especially like photos and, and things like that. Um, so, yes, very, very helpful. No doubt. I just wanted to throw that in because that's just exactly what we were talking about last week. Was there some other interesting things that happened? Because that's kind of interesting. Anything else? Oh, what else? We had uh, we had a few DWIs. Uh, kind of high-level DWIs, hmm. um, very high alcohol content, and uh, we had some child endangerment involved with one of them. Uh, we had another driving that was canceled and inimical with the public safety. Um, I don't think they were under the influence at the time, but uh, they've been deemed uh, not safe to be behind the wheel because of their um, uh, controlled substance uses, and uh, they shouldn't have been driving. And we had, what else did we have? Oh, those couple serious assaults already talked about, a couple domestic assaults. Mm. We had 15 arrests, so there were 15 new arrests last week. Okay. Um, so, yeah, we, we, were, we were busy. We were hopping. 
no doubt about it, which is never good, but it's just part of letting people know, you know, what it takes and what happens just in a week's time. It is kind of incredible. See, Brian, I wanted to ask you, uh, because it was actually in our news just the other day, was talking about the county and, and appropriating or putting some money out for different things. And one of the things that caught my ear was the canine project that uh, has to do with the sheriff's office. Can you kind of explain a little bit about that for us? Well, we we determined that we would uh, take the opportunity to try and make use of uh, some of these recovery funds, uh, the American Recovery Act funds that mm-hmm. are available, and, and try and maybe catch up to some of the uh, violence and criminal activity that we've seen a quite a decent increase in across the state and the nation, for that matter. Um, and we decided that uh, a canine program was, was probably about time that we we gave that a go again. And uh, we we utilize our neighbors quite frequently and. Um, as often as we use it, there is probably twice that many times that we didn't call for one that we could have used one. So um, it, it's uh, it's a need that we felt um, would be well utilized now. And what would explain kind of what? Because I mean, obviously, it has to do with a dog, and I get that. But what what are the parameters, or what what are the things that happened to make to get that to this point? Um. Well, they, they can be useful in, you know, a number of uh, instances, but, you know, tracking dangerous felons, um, that's, a, that's a common use. Um, so when you're out on foot, you know, it makes it a little, little more difficult than following a car. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, they're able to do a lot of things that uh, a human can't. So they're invaluable when tracking somebody. Um, and their their capability to locate uh, drugs. Uh, there's there's so much drug activity uh, running through our counties. Um, that's uh, they make it uh, very easy to get the probable cause to get into a vehicle um, when we suspect that there's been quantities of drugs being trafficked. Mm-hmm. And Brian, do we have a do we have a canine officer before in Canaba County? refresh my my memory uh back when i started okay um so that was 20 some years ago <laughs> uh we we had we had a couple different dogs um and uh, they were i don't know they weren't the most successful programs but there were it wasn't because of the dog i don't think i don't think we were set up to do that to the level that we needed mm-hmm. um so that's uh we didn't do one again for a while, and all of our neighbors around us are have either one, maybe two dogs, um, and they find them invaluable. And um, we decided, you know what, it's time time to up our game. Absolutely. So, do they these dogs are trained? Do they go to a facility to get trained, Ryan? Is that how it works? Or I'm just curious. Yeah. So they're they're generally bred overseas. Um, I think Czechoslovakia is probably one of the most popular places to get. Uh, uh, canine bred dogs, hmm. um, and they're they're usually a uh, a shepherd type breed. Um, they've got some special names for some of them, but they're in they're, they're German shepherds is what they are. Um, but they're they're able to be trained for multi tasks. 
So, um, you know, to protect an officer, to to track uh, dangerous felons, um, to sniff out drugs, um, they, they they do all those things. Hmm, okay. So we'll we'll get we'll find a dog. Um, and it's usually through a. Um, there's a couple local businesses in Minnesota that that source dogs from overseas, okay. and then they they pick the dogs that they think are going to be good, and they bring them here. And they've they've been through some initial training, and then when they get them over here, they get paired up with their handler, and uh, then the handler and the dog go through some significant training so that they bond together and work together as a team. And that's a, I know that's a key component of it too, to be honest, because yes. they really do have yes. each other's back. I know that sounds weird to oh, say, absolutely. but they do. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. And that dog is, that dog is with that handler. You don't, if the handler's sick, the dog's sick. Hmm. So, um, they don't, you don't share the dog with another handler. It's, there's a, a unique communication between that handler and that dog and, uh, to be successful, that's, that's the way those programs work. Well, this sounds like it's it's really encouraging. Did they have any? I I didn't pay as much attention as I should. Is it already in the works, Brian? Is it moving forward? Well, we 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 did all the the pre leg work to see if we would qualify, and you know what kind of what kind of monies we needed to get into this program. Um, so I I guess the money has been approved it's been appropriated okay and the county board has signed off on on you know accepting those funds um so now the next thing is to find that source and decide you know where we're going to get that those dogs from and where our training is going to come from. Okay, good deal. Well, it kind of gets people up to up to speed with with where things are going. I'm I'm looking forward to hearing more yeah. about that. That's going to be a great thing for the force. You know, we're not. It is. It is. And you know, it's not going to be immediate. It's going right. to take some time to get there because you know we got to get the dog and then they got to go through significant training to be certified to be out doing the job. Um, so it's you know realistically. Probably spring okay. is when we're going to see that in out in the field as an asset here. Okay, something to look forward to for sure. Yeah, keep yeah. A, keep yeah. us updated. And then I'd be curious. I mean, do they get a name before they get to the handler? or Does the handler do that? I know it's a weird thing to bring up, but you know, you know, <laughs> I, I think I think normally the uh, I think normally the handler gets to do that. Okay. I just was curious, you know, if yeah. they because yeah. obviously they're they've gone through training and the whole thing, and there has to be a way to talk with them. And I'm just right. curious how that works. And does that mean that Doc and Dooley are going to be part of this program? That would be your dogs, right? Uh, uh no, they wouldn't. They would not <laughs> be part of this program. They, they bark. They bark pretty good. So anyway, <laughs> well, they they do bark pretty good. But, <laughs> That's uh, for sure. <laughs> you don't want them sniffing yeah. sniffing out drugs and chasing down they, criminals. They don't so. always. They don't. Well, they don't always listen so good. So. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah, they're yeah. wonderful dogs. So anyway, <laughs> they are they're great companions. Uh, before I let you go today, Brian, because I know we got to get on with the show here, so to speak. But okay, school buses are back out in full force. You know, we had such an unusual year last year, and things were come and go. But it's really a full-on school buses out and about. Kids are back. Yep. They're walking. They're riding their bikes. Um, I one of the main things I wanted to ask you about is. 
we hear that and we see i've seen video on facebook where these people the school bus is stopped the arm is out the kid is getting off the bus and these cars are going speeding by it's just crazy and i want to talk about what the fine is and how serious that is brian it it is it is pretty serious um Mm -hmm. so it it is not a petty misdemeanor it's you're a misdemeanor right out of the right out of the gate so you can be looking at a thousand dollar fine potentially um it is a big hit on your insurance um insurance companies do not like those um and you know even more importantly it is so dangerous um the loss of life the potential for loss of life and serious injury is is huge um when those kids are getting on and off the bus even if they're not crossing the roadway um you know people don't pay attention and they blow through those those signs um bad things can happen and we had a last year was not a good year for that we had quite a number of calls for people running through the the bus stops and uh just don't understand why yeah um you know we don't have a lot of we don't have any double lane roads, you know, we're all two lane roads around here. And when the bus is there and the lights are going off, you know, that's, that sign's going to come out. So start slowing down because the sign's going to come out next. And once that's out, you go past it. Uh, the cameras on the bus are going to pick that up and it, it's not that difficult to track down most of the time. Well, and I think we, you and I chatted for just a second before we came out here and you said there's even, there's been situations where they, honestly just have gone through and said well i didn't see it is that are people that distracted these days apparently huh. uh, because that that was a common that was a common response was uh, I, I i just didn't see it huh. and uh it yeah it's frustrating that people will drive around in complete oblivion to what's going on when that's probably the most the, the one task that they do daily that has probably the most responsibility in it, because you're driving around a vehicle that weighs a couple tons mm-hmm. and uh, cannot stop quickly, um, no matter what you think. Um, you can't stop on a dime. And if you're not paying attention, bad things are going to happen. Yeah. It's just terrible. And like I say, the kiddos are back. We have a lot of kids that walk to school. They ride their bikes. Um, and obviously the school buses, especially when you're going further out from the schools, you know, we've got a lot of roads that it's 55 miles an hour and the bus has stopped. I mean, the potential there is just scary if people are not paying right. attention. So it's just Correct. kind of putting our, even with the motorcycles, we've, we've had that chat before. A lot of it's just, you've got to have your head in the game when you're behind the wheel of a car, a, you know, truck, whatever the case may be. Yeah, and if you don't want to take on those responsibilities and be that attentive, well, then don't get behind the wheel. Absolutely. Find, take a bus, take yep. a bus, whatever. Yep, there are other ride riding options in our, our county and uh, the surrounding areas, but don't be on the road if you can't be responsible. Is that pretty right. the, mainly that's, the message? That's, that, that is simply, that is, yes, that is the message, and is about as simple put as you could get it. Absolutely. We love our kids. We want them to be safe. And certainly the drivers that even make these mistakes, certainly the last thing they want to do is harm anyone. But, you know, step up, pay attention. And the bus drivers would appreciate it, too, because it's hard for them to see, 
you know, cars behind and when they come around, I mean, there's just, there's a lot to being a bus driver these days and we need right. more bus drivers anyway. So uh, anyway, well, we can even, make their job easier. See, even if they see something coming, there's not much they can do once right. they're at a standstill. <laughs> yeah. They've already got all the warning devices on in operation and they're already going. So, you know, what else can they do? Right. Uh, they can't move quickly. Um, so, yeah, there's, they may see it coming, but it's it's far too late. Yeah, absolutely. So just just a little good reminder here, I think, as everybody's back at it. Our, not a full week of school. We just started up again here on Tuesday. So yeah. it'll be a busy time. You know, time. That's, what, that's, that's related to one of these, one of the violations that I routinely see, uh, especially when I'm off duty, is uh, people passing on the right um, when there's no right passing lane. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, that's I see people. They don't even slow down, and they just pull out into the into an intersection on the right side of a vehicle, making a left turn and blow by at sixty miles an hour. Um, far too often does that happen. So you know, when we can, we're gonna we're gonna write some tickets. But yeah, uh, uh, that I see that far too often, and I receive a a lot of complaints on that type of driving behavior. It's, well, it's just the potential there. Like you say, coming to an intersection, somebody's turning. I mean, the, I, I can just see it, close my eyes, and see the potential for how horrible right. things can go south on something like that. And they do have the kick-out lanes. I don't know if that's the word I want, but, you know, for example, on 65, you're going north, you can make a left onto 9th Street. They have a regular, It's what is that what they call yep. it? What yep. is, what? Well, it's a, bi- it's a bypass lane. Bypass, that's the word I wanted to use. Yeah, and... and, and when there is a bypass lane, you can do that. Right. I mean, you still need to slow down a little bit, but you do have that bypass lane, and, and most of the intersections that are deemed busy enough to have those do. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's usually it's only at a T. You don't have bypass lanes right. at a four-way intersection. Mm-hmm. So, And that's where we see a lot of these violations is at those four-way intersections, and those are the ones that are the most dangerous. That's such a good reminder because we do so much travel on really 65, 23, some of our main thoroughfares right in our backyard here. That's where I see a lot of that happen. But it can happen out on some of the other maybe somewhat less traveled, uh, you know, state roads that we oh, have yeah. too. So it just Oh, yeah, our local county roads. We yeah. see it on our county roads, you know, our bigger ones for mm-hmm. sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, the smaller ones don't have enough shoulder to really do that. But uh, any right. county-stated highways, you we see that too often. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just all good reminders, Brian. Um, and we all need to be refreshed on that, especially right now, like I say, with the school buses back out too. So Yeah, yep. Good Slow information. Down, patient. Slow down and be patient. Absolutely. Two good things to think about. And Brian, I hope you guys don't have too much to do this, this next week, but you and I will find out about it one way or the other uh, Thursday a week from today. How does that sound? Sounds good. All right, we'll make it a day. Thanks, Brian. You've been listening to a Q Media Group production.